This is the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief, keeping you informed about the happenings in Annapolis and the area. Local news, local sports, local events, local opinion, and of course, local weather. The Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief starts now. Good morning. It's Thursday, January 10th, 2019. This is John Frenet, and this is your Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. A motorcyclist is in critical condition after spinning out of control on I-97 North yesterday morning just after 6 a.m. near the Hawkins Road overpass near Millersville. The accident shut the right lanes of 97 for several hours and it was finally opened at 10.30 a.m. There is no more word on the condition of the motorcyclist. A little bit of a shakeup in the Stuart Pittman administration. Well, maybe not the administration, but the Anne Arundel County Economic Development Corporation, which is a quasi-public organization with the CEO appointed by the county executive. Julie Musog, who is the president and CEO of the Anne Arundel County Economic Development Corp, has resigned. She is taking a position with Municap as a senior vice president, and they're based out of Columbia. She tendered her resignation to the county executive last Friday and plans to start her new job on February 2nd. I reached out to the county executive's office yesterday morning asking for a comment about the res- resignation and a potential replacement, and his spokesperson had said that he would be releasing a statement tomorrow, which was actually today. Shortly after we published our article, about the resignation of Musog, the county executive released a statement saying that he is appointing former councilman Jerry Walker to the position who will start on February 2nd. Yesterday was the opening day of the Maryland Legislative 90-day session. We do have some new delegates and new senators in place, which will be an exciting session. A couple unusual things. Senate President Mike Miller was using a cane, and he said that he has had hip and knee problems and would address his health a little bit more on Thursday. Miller is 76. And you also have to remember that House Speaker Mike Bush, who is 72, had a kidney transplant and open-heart surgery in the last year. And today, he appeared to need assistance with getting up from his chair and standing. Both men were re-elected to their leadership positions in the House of Delegates and the State Senate. Whiskey bourbon vodka will be flowing in Ellicott City if a new distillery opens up on time. The owners of the forthcoming Ellicott Distilling Company don't plan to limit themselves to one type of spirit, and they will be producing all three types, whiskey, bourbon, and vodka. The distillery will be located at 8090 Main Street in Ellicott City, which is on the upper Main Street side on the right as you're coming from the river. It is being opened by John Aguilera and Arcady Lapidus, and Lapidus had said, we're hoping to be able to give people just about any cocktail they want. I'm excited to see that. Annapolis needs a distillery. Oh, that's right. We had one that was interested and then we shot it down because that's what we do. In today's shutdown update, President Donald Trump held a meeting in the Oval Office and walked out of discussions, calling them a total waste of time. Right after he walked out, he did tweet, just left a meeting with Chuck and Nancy, a total waste of time. I asked what is going to happen in 30 days if I quickly open things up. Are you going to approve border security, which includes a wall or steel barrier? Nancy said no. I said bye bye. Nothing else works. Now, the meeting came just hours before the House of Representatives was going to pass individual bills to help reopen the government. But the bills aren't expected to go anywhere because the Senate has already indicated that they won't approve them. And Trump has already said that he is going to veto any legislation that might reach his desk. After Trump had walked out, Vice President Pence released a statement saying, What the president made clear today is he is going to stand firm to achieve his priorities to build a wall, a steel barrier on the southern border, add additional personnel, additional resources additional reforms to stem the crisis that we face on the southern border. 
And finally, in a somewhat amusing juxtaposition about the wall, the Capitol had a letter to the editor from a Kayla Wynn, and it says, while the Democrats and Republicans are divided over the wall, I suggest the Republicans start a GoFundMe page in order to help support this issue. It has been said that a country without borders is no country at all. Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi like to rub Trump's nose in the fact that he was going to have Mexico pay for it. As much as I hate this bipartisan country with nothing getting done, let's start a GoFundMe page and protect our borders. Well, Kyla Wynn, I'm not sure she's not on the Internet or something, but there is a GoFundMe page and it's called We the People Will Fund the Wall. Currently, it has $19,817,378 donated by 330,181 people, which is interesting in that the average donation is $60 a piece, which seems very high to me. There is a $1 billion goal on that GoFundMe page. That is about it for the top news today. Please make sure you're sticking around. We do have Trevor with your Annapolis Maker Minutes from Annapolis Makerspace. And of course, we have George Young coming up with your local DMV weather. And he's got a snowy weekend forecast that's coming up. You're invited to the first Red Maryland Leadership Conference on Saturday, January 26th at the Doubletree Hotel in Annapolis, Maryland. Join conservatives together from across the state to discuss the future of conservatism in Maryland and to develop strong, principled conservative leaders for the future. This will be an affordable all-day event featuring speakers from across the state and country discussing politics, ideas, and how to build a conservative majority in Maryland. Sponsorship opportunities are available. To secure your seat for this conference, visit Red Maryland conference.com once again that's redmarylandconference.com and we will see you on january 26th going out you need the most up-to-date local weather here's george young from dmv weather in annapolis with today's forecast Hey everyone, this is George with DMV Weather, and here's your eye on Annapolis forecast for Thursday, January 10th. All right, if you wanted winter, you're about to get it. Yesterday was transition day from solid temps in the 40s or even low 50s to start the day that were pushed down through the 40s into the 30s in the p.m. hours by strong northwest winds that helped deliver some scattered snow showers and even rain showers to the area. And now it's a cold one out there this morning with 20s or even low 30s and wind chills in the teens or 20s across all of Anne Arundel County as the winds continue to gust over 30 miles per hour from the northwest, which will keep highs in the 30s to maybe 40 to 42 later today. Same for tomorrow, breezy and cold, though maybe not quite as windy. And then comes snow on Saturday into Sunday. At this point, the expectation is for some light snow to break out in the p.m. hours of Saturday, but it should be fairly light until Sunday when possibly some moderate snow could follow and snow could potentially last throughout much of the day on Sunday into the early, early morning hours of Monday. Bottom line is this, this should not be a huge snowstorm, but on the whole, a nice solid snowy three to six inch event with some of the higher totals towards southern Anne Arundel County and southern Maryland, as well as the lower Maryland eastern shore and south of D.C. along I-95 as low pressure moves in from the southwest and heads to a point off the east coast near Hatteras or Norfolk without much of a curve up the coast, hence the somewhat limited but still nice expectation for three to six inches of snow in the Annapolis area with higher end totals south of Annapolis and slightly lower near Baltimore and areas like Frederick and Bel Air, Maryland. Of course, the caveat here is the same as with all storms. Should a change in the track occur, 
totals would adjust accordingly. But the one thing it seems we don't have to worry about here is the amount of cold air available, which is always ingredient number one. So we do expect snow. Let's just see what the track is. But this is the official DMV weather forecast for this storm with specific forecast totals as follows. Annapolis, 4.4 inches. BWI, 4.2 inches. Reagan National Airport, 3.4 inches. Dulles International Airport, 3.5 inches. Fredericksburg, Virginia, 5.9 inches. Frederick, Maryland, 3.1 inches. Salisbury, Maryland, 6.1 inches. And Chesapeake Beach, Maryland, 4.8 inches, with many other locations in between. As always, stay tuned for updates over the next 48-plus hours. This is our on-the-record forecast, but sometimes things change, so let's continue to keep an eye on it and see what's what. Okay, that's it for today. This is George Young of DMV Weather. Make it a great day out there, and be sure to download our free app from the Apple or Google App Store by searching for DCMDVA Weather, or follow us on Facebook or Twitter, or on our website at dmvweather.com, so you can always stay weather-informed. Join Anne Arundel Medical Center Foundation on Saturday, April 27, 2019 at our Denim and Diamonds Bash in Annapolis. Denim and Diamonds is a fun evening under the stars featuring fabulous cuisine and gourmet food trucks, live and silent auction, and a live band. Last year, AAMC cared for more than 2,000 patients in our emergency departments suffering from mental illness or addiction. Help us expand much-needed inpatient and outpatient programs and services for your community. For tickets and sponsors, visit aamcdenimanddiamonds.org. Special thanks to our platinum sponsors, AAMC Medical Staff, the Chesapeake Bayhawks, Comcast, the Evan K. Thallenberg family, What's Up Media, and WRNR. Every week, makers, crafters, and educators hold events all over the area. Highlighting some of those, here's our Makers Minute, brought to you by Annapolis Makerspace. Hey, this is Trevor from Annapolis Makerspace with this week's Maker Minutes. Starting tomorrow and running through February 22nd, the Howard County Arts Council is hosting Hoko Open, a non-juried annual exhibit celebrating artists who live, work, and study in Howard County. Eligible artists ages 18 and older were invited to bring one piece of ready-to-hang original art to fill the gallery with great local art. Saturday in Annapolis at the Chesapeake Brewing Company, they're having their third annual burlesque-themed party at the brewery titled Art of the Teas. There'll be prizes and a light buffet. Starting Monday at Art Farm in Annapolis, will be an eight-week kids' winter art seminar. Mondays will be for applied arts for ages 12 through 16. Tuesdays are art discovery for ages 7 through 11. Wednesdays are nature-inspired art for ages 5 through 8. And Thursdays are cartooning for ages 11 through 15. Drop-in options and sibling discounts are available online. And starting Wednesday at Art Farm, there's a six-week beginner improv workshop for adults hosted by Reflex Improv. At the Clay Bakers in Annapolis on Friday is Kids Night Out, where you can drop the kids off for this monthly event and all have fun with the designated staff member, painting, eating pizza, and watching the movie Frozen while you spend some time running errands or just having some time to yourself. This is for ages six and up. And Tuesday at the Clay Bakers is their preschool book club featuring Sneezy the Snowman. They'll be reading the book Sneezy the Snowman, and children get to paint their own snowman afterward. Saturday at the Benjamin Banneker Museum and Park in Ellicott City, is their midwinter hearth cooking demonstration. Join the experts at Benjamin Banneker as they prepare a midwinter meal using period techniques and recipes from the post-revolutionary war Patapsco Valley area. This week at the Anne Arundel County Public Library System, today at 2 p.m. at the Mountain Road Library, is their e-reader workshop. Did you just get a new e-reader? Bring your device in and learn about library e-book and other digital resources. Even if you didn't just get a dedicated e-reader like a Kindle, many of the 
library digital lending resources can be used on a regular iPhone, Android phone, iPad, or Android tablet, and possibly your desktop computer as well. And if you miss this session, any of the local library branches will be happy to help you out learning how to borrow ebooks and other digital media from the library. Tomorrow at the Unten Library is story time with a veterinarian. Discover what a veterinarian does through stories, songs, and hands-on pretend play with a guest veterinarian for ages 3 to 5. Saturday at the Severn Library is Build a Pet Palace, Bring Empty Boxes to the Library, and Build Your Small Pet, a Fun Palace. Design ideas and supplies for decorating will be provided. Registration is required for that. Monday at the Linthicum Library is Maker Mondays with various STEAM activities each month. And Wednesday at the Odenton Library is Breaker Space. Take apart computers, toys, radios, and other items to see what's inside. Tools and safety gloves are provided. Registration was required last week, unfortunately. But contact the Odenton Library soon and see if there are any spots available. This week at the Greenbelt Maker Space. Tonight, they have the Arduino Microcontroller Project in class. Tomorrow, they have Little Makers. Monday, they have their Drop-In Genealogy. Tuesday, they have English Conversation for Spanish Speakers. And Wednesday is their Fiber Fans for anything fiber or fabric related. An allocated space in Severn on Saturday is having their regular mini-con, a mini-conference with talks on various subjects, typically leaning toward information security, as quite a few of the unallocated space members are involved in information security, either as their day job or as a hobby. Some topics this time, including taking a look at security from the mind of a hacker, as well as talks on fuzzing and penetration testing. Also at unallocated space, on Sunday they have their analog gaming Sunday. Put the digital games aside and try some old-fashioned board games and card games. And as always, at Annapolis Makerspace, Mondays are for woodworking night. If you're interested in any kind of woodworking topics or projects, Mondays are a great night to stop by and talk to our local woodworkers. And Thursday are electronics night. Anything electronics related. Chances are you'll find somebody working on something similar that can help you out. Or if you just want to show off a project, feel free to drop by. And you can catch me tonight and every Thursday night at Annapolis Makerspace on Renard Court for Electronics Night. And you can find links to all of these events at the Annapolis Makerspace website at makeannapolis.org. Whether you're making art, software, sawdust, or just a mess, chances are you're already a maker. This has been Trevor from Annapolis Makerspace with this week's Maker Minutes. Imagine your child saying, Guess what I learned in school today? At St. Andrews, it happens every day. We asked Emma and Lawson why. We grow winter greens in our garden to make smoothies. Second graders are the chicken checkers, and our eighth graders take care of our goats. Our classes are the perfect size, which means we get to know each other well. And our teachers know us. They're great. Visit St. Andrews Day School's open house on Friday, January 18th from 9 to 11 a.m. Or call 410-266-0952 for a tour. You've been listening to the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Tell your friends and colleagues this is the podcast where you can keep up on the latest with what's going on in Annapolis. And also tell them about our website, eyeonannapolis.net, where you can find even more information. This podcast comes to you every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m., keeping you informed with the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. And take a moment to listen to our other podcast, The Maryland Crabs, released every Thursday at noon.